Good morning, this is Bob Bragg. Welcome to the October 4th edition of Farm News and Views. Reports of damage that Hurricane Ian left in its wake after hitting Florida last week have mainly been focused on homes and businesses. But Florida farmers and major fruit and vegetable producing regions of the state suffered widespread destruction from the storm. Since Florida's ag sector is a major supplier of winter produce in the rest of the U.S., this damage is expected to affect supplies and the price of fresh food in grocery stores for months to come. Florida's Department of Agriculture reported that in the southern parts of the state, where the hurricane hit, farmers believe that they have a 100% crop loss as it tore through the state's citrus region, where 400,000 of Florida's 450,000 acres of citrus have been impacted. Tomato farmers have lost entire crops, and a large dairy reported that over 200 head of cows had perished. And widespread power outages are impacting greenhouses, produce storage, and milking operations that are struggling to stay up and running. More than half the state has been impacted by the storm, including areas nowhere near the coast due to the wind and flooding. And inland farms in central Florida are still battling rising floodwaters. Strawberry farmers that uh, were initially spared by Ian are now waterlogged and farmers are delaying planting. As if this isn't enough bad news, the threat of highly pathogenic avian influenza is rising again in the west as migratory birds cross the region heading south. Multiple new detections in the Intermountain states have been reported in the past few weeks and agricultural officials throughout the region are reminding owners of poultry flocks to take precautions. Colorado State veterinarian Dr. Maggie Baldwin points out that biosecurity practices are the best method to prevent introduction of this highly contagious and fatal disease into domestic flocks. Baldwin said that HPAI is a disease with high mortality that can wipe out an entire domestic poultry flock in less than 72 hours and that the most important thing bird owners can do right now is to limit interaction between their flocks and the wild birds. An outbreak of HPII in Colorado last spring caused a 25% drop in egg production. Outbreaks are also beginning to occur in Utah, where state officials recently reported the fourth case of the disease at a turkey farm in San Pete County in central Utah. Montana confirmed its 11th case of HPAI in Teton County on September 13th, and in all nine states have confirmed infections in domestic poultry flocks since uh, September 1st. Lately, I've had several people inform me that they had heard that the Four Corners region is going to have a lot of snow this winter. Checking the National Weather Service and at least a half a dozen other credible weather forecast sites, I found that they're all predicting that a La Nina weather pattern will be in play for the third year in a row. This indicates that having abnormally high snowfall in the region is unlikely. Since La Nina sends moisture-laden storms across the northern U.S. rather than further south, where high mountain peaks in California and the central and southern Rocky Mountains wring the moisture out of the clouds to be saved in snowpacks for the dry summer months. I hope I'll have to eat these words come next spring. I ran across this bit of weather wisdom and noticed recently that it may be true. Hawks flying high means a clear sky. When they fly low, prepare for a blow. Until next week, I'm Bob Bragg.